Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Running commentary. Immediately uh, past a car that's clamped with a penalty notice, <laughs> which reminds me of last week's voucher gate. Yes. We'll um, get into it, but first off the run, it's going to be like six and a half miles, maybe seven. Yeah, a from bit of street- your job. Oh, look at this lovely car. Death, this yeah. car is a gorgeous. We've barely begun, but this car has got this like tabby ginger thing. It's absolutely terrifying. He thinks I'm going yeah, to eat off, it. It's off. Not a Come fan on, of the Nice colours though, mate. Because I'm coming after it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry. So we've got a cat, we've got the clamp. But anyway, what's our run? Six and a half, seven miles. It's a little bit urban y, but quite hilly. Great. A few big, strong hills. Great. Loving the hills. And then then just back to left. And then just back to our sort of normal, parky, Highgate, woodsy sort of zone. We're running, it's a bit of a rainy June morning, but I tell you, I've been loving this June weather. Yeah, it's been great because it's not hot, but it's good. it is a bit wet today. Yeah, it's a bit tropical. Yeah. We've had a lot of insects in the house, and uh, and also I've been getting a few little little midgy bites. Yeah, have you been getting any midge bites? I've been bitten. Yeah, I killed a mosquito in the house yesterday. Right. Oh, this is that lovely new road. People have been listening to running commentary since the beginning. If only we'll all marathons are run on this time. Oh yeah, it's like running Probably on a duvet way. essentially. Look at that, still nice. Yeah, so We're going the opposite direction today. So last week, we had a nice little run. Yes, we did. And we, I parked at my gaff. Yes, you did. And I got a, t- a traffic ticket, a, a parking voucher off you. Yes, yeah, to park in a uh, To park in a uh, residence parking zone. Yeah. And when I returned... Which, may I say, was filled incorrectly, wasn't it? It was filled incorrectly, and it was, and it was the correct parking voucher. Yeah. Um, but when I returned... I had a ticket! Oh! I had a bloody ticket, didn't I? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> well, you came back to the house and showed it to and me. And I came back and I showed, I said, what's this about? He said, I don't know. So I went back and I, 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 I rang Hackney Council. Yeah. So I thought, I'm not having it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge this. And, um, and even the woman on the, at the end of the phone didn't understand it. Because you, you can get to look at the image of your voucher. Yeah. In the car, yeah, 
which we did. We looked at it together on the phone, and I was quite nice with her because I didn't want to get off on the boat on the wrong foot, even though she basically represents a criminal organisation. And uh, it transpired that because of the way the voucher was torn, it was invalid. Yeah. Because the very top of the voucher was torn. So the, Let's be clear now. Did so, the I, word, so the word hackney wasn't visible. Did I hand you the booklet or did I tear out the voucher for you? You tore out the voucher. So it's my fault. No, That's no, what no, this is all about. That. No, I'm suggesting this it's, is a, a blame, it's a blame culture. I'm suggesting that it's an administrative, it's an Orwellian nightmare. Yeah. Because the zone that which, to which the voucher refers to is written clearly on the voucher. You yeah. can see that. Yeah, it's got a code on it. You can see it. the why of hackney at the top of the voucher. When you ask yourself why. Yeah, but you can't see the hackney. <laughs> and uh, they want 65 quid. They're not having it. They are not having it. <laughs> They're not having it. Well, that's the nice thing, isn't it, when you go for a run. Is <laughs> you can it. put aside the small, petty problems of life. <laughs> <laughs> and not think about the little Hitlers. We're going to get the running commentary. Mine, We're going to run on Parliament. <laughs> this is the big issue. 65 You'll be quid selling the big account. issue. Yeah. <laughs> I will be, so I'm going to wait. I'm going to hear about this. <laughs> well, I can only apologise. The other thing you've got, and uh, I have just got our pictures, you've got a really sharp haircut. Yeah, I just thought, why not? good, you look fresh. I thought, why not? Just get my haircut. I don't know, is it just the haircut no, then? I'm just talking to a hedge. You didn't, I think his phone's in the hedge. Oh, There's nothing okay. weird about it. It's yeah. just got a phone in the hedge. Um, <laughs> you... Uh, so you didn't get it cut for a special do or anything, you just no, got it no, cut? No, 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 just Because I think it really plays into your new speedy, slightly lighter post-mare clinic self. <laughs> you look like a bullet. It definitely makes you feel a bit swifter. I didn't have a great week's running, actually. Really? What's happened? Well, you had an injury, didn't you? Yeah, I, had, uh, I, went, uh, I went for a run on a Monday. Yeah. After our long run on Sunday round Osmotherly, which is yeah. amazing. Yeah. In North Yorkshire. Loads of driving that weekend. Just like this, it's just like Yorkshire, isn't it? Running up this wet pavement oh, yeah. with that W3 going past. Just like the glory Blech. of the moors, yeah. And, um, and I, I, I've just driven for about 16 hours in total the preceding three days. Yeah. And on the Monday, I should have just rested or stretched or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I thought, no, I'm going to go for a run. So I set off, and after about 10 minutes, here we go, can turn right, here we go. I thought you were going to shoulder bar right woman into a roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to run across the roundabout. You don't care today. No. You're just a wild one. So I set off on this run, and after about 10 minutes, really quick left, quick descent. Yeah. And uh, I got this real pain in my chest. It's a, it's a hill we go down often, isn't it? It's a it? hill we often go down. Yeah. Really short, sharp. And I took it quite gently, but... It, and then I got a pain in my chest. Yeah. And I immediately thought, I'm just going to die now. You know, it was one yeah. of those. It was like quite intense around my heart. Yeah, that's a shame. I've had a good time. I just thought this I is. I like it. running, but here we go. So I stopped running and looked around because I was, I was going to die. So You're going to write well a chill. little will or something. Yeah. I might as well just chill. Yeah. And I didn't die. Well done. But whenever I started running again, I got a real tightness in my chest. Yeah, yeah. So I just thought death's imminent. So I walked home to die. I had to walk. <laughs> I pop home. Yeah. I died there. I just pop home, get my affairs in order. Bit like um, Roy Scheider in Marathon Man. Yeah, just... Just, just get home. Babe. Delete my computer history and just 
just lay down and wait for the inevitable. <laughs> but I, fa- I, I phoned the doctors. Yeah. And he just said it's muscular. Yeah. And of course it was. Yeah. It was a muscular thing because of the position that my body had been driving all. I knew you were going to say that. I love the way it's definitely driving. Yeah? Loads and loads of driving. No running. You, didn't, you weren't connected to the 11 mile run over the hills. It was connect, it's connected yeah, to. Yeah. It's running plus driving. Yeah, yeah it's, it's running and driving. It's basically not listening to your body. Yeah. I didn't listen to it. My body was saying, give me hey, a Paul, minute to stretch. Just have Just a chill. stretch. Let me go for a swim or something. <laughs> and, my, and my mind went, let's, you know, let's go for a run. I think your Sometimes voice for your body, you can imagine, you know, if your body is that much of a hippie, I'd, hi, Paul. Hey. I'm your body. Yeah. I can imagine him again. Don't matter. Don't matter. I'm off. Don't matter. Off a run, isn't it? So you've got to uh, listen to your body. You've got to be your. Uh, you've got to be your own best mate, haven't you? But it's such double you thing, isn't it? it? Because it's tricky, though. I still got this painful knee. My odd um, post-marathon injury in the thigh. Yeah. Is gradually going away. That weirdness. Good. Good. But my left knee, all that um, up and down hills I did in Wales. Yeah. So my left knee, a continuous source of complaint. Right. But equally, it's just the wrong kind of... You know how you were saying you should listen to your body? Yeah. I'm ignoring my body. What's your knee I'm saying I'm doing my you? running, I'm doing almost stretching. Right. And my left knee's going, oh, I'm achy, please yes. don't. Is it, and, go, is it going, ayah, ayah, ayah? Or is no, it going, this hurts? This yeah, hurts. it's not going, ayah. It's going, right. oh, oh, oh. Right. It's like the pain that comes after stiffness. You know, it's one yeah. step deeper than it being stiff. Right. And it's always better when I'm running and after running and then between runs. Okay. Yeah, you know, on the come down, on the doms. Yeah. My knee complains. And uh, I don't mind at all. And I really believe... Here we go. Let's go circular. We'll go the circular route. Great. So we're now in Priory Park yeah. in Crouch End Hornsey environs. Where the 10K started. And Complete actual. Do you remember? I'm just going to get a picture because okay. you remember we were at this kind of fair at the 10K with the she beat the goalie and all that stuff. That was here and it's now wonderfully, completely, oh, sorry, my phone's let me down. Completely empty and green. Look at that. This, I, I really, like you were saying, running in the rain and particularly at this time of year when everything's green and it's not cold. It's a wonderful thing. There is no getting around it though. It is hammering it down. It's, it's really raining a lot. I mean, it's a. It's a it's a heavy drizzle. <laughs> Hopefully it won't affect the tech. That's right. Which is our technical term for... Tech. Tech, yeah. yeah. Are we going down behind a tennis court? Is that possible? Down, um, Come on, let's see. Let's, if see. You want. let's see. Yeah. Probably isn't possible, but hey. We'll Spirit of adventure. Down by the tennis court. Nothing there. Just there and back. Just make it look stupid in front so of the, the tennis court. It's all nice flowers, though. And we got to come back. <laughs> we got poppies. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that was a total waste of time. But then, so the whole run. So, what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you basically, we're saying, yeah, so we're saying, listen to your body unless you don't want to. Because I'm right about my knee. Because I've been feeling great. Okay. Came back off that running in the, in the uh, Wales. Yeah. Really enjoyed that run over the hills with you last week. Yeah, it was great. Um, I've been doing, as we know, you've been doing all these strength All my exercises, particularly, I think, the kind of chesty upper body stuff, the the press ups. Yeah. I've just so forgotten about those. I'm pleased with you. You know, and I feel good. I feel like the, uh, I mean, uh, my kind of, you know, machine on top of two sticks is back in place. That sounds great. So I went out for my run on Friday. Just one of my runs from my house, about seven miles, 
Yeah. I wasn't feeling great. I was tired. I was like, right over my knee was aching. I'm running along. And I just realised that I was kind of cracking along. I was thinking, I feel quite tired. And it's not so much because I'm fit, unfit and injured. It's because... I'm going quite fast. Right. I thought, well, that's good. Just stay with it. But it wasn't a decision. Do you know what I mean? It was okay. more like I'd have woken up the old the clockwork mouse of okay. my uh, running. And uh, so I stayed with it. And I completed one of my old runs. And I'm definitely, as I say, it was harder than it would have been once upon a time. But equally, I just did it because I could feel it. You know, I could see that pace. Thank you. Thank you. I could see that... Um, Pace, you know, I think I'm, I'm running well here, so just maintain that. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, when I looked at my uh, splits, it was all 7, 7, 10, 7, 7, 10, right. all the way around. Right, right. My slowest mile was 729. Yeah. And I think I waited to cross the road, you know. That's great, man. It was beautiful. And the, the thing about it was I didn't decide to do that. It was just... It just came. It just came back. It was the little reward that my body sent back to me. You found your After flow. a week or two. Exactly. Yeah. After a week or two of running up and down hills and doing press-ups. Cool. The only technical thing, I think, is that run starts off down a hill. Oh, and I think it good. kind of... Yeah. It just gives you that. You know the way you start off a marathon too start. fast? Yeah. You just start off slightly too fast. Yeah. Yeah. And that's... Look at that lovely part. I'm sorry, listeners, I'm not going to get a photo of that because it's going to kill the phone in the rain. But it was one of those, I can't remember what they're called either. It was blue, all right? It was blue plant. So this is a bit of a... I didn't do that much running. So I did a couple. And then on Saturday, I went for a run and ended up just doing a few hills. Yeah. And this was one of them. So it's just a long hill up to Ali Park. Yeah, we're going to go straight up the front. We're just going to go straight up. Great, we? excellent. Just straight up. Ali Pally likes to be rainy for us. That was the other day we were here going past Ali Pally in the foreign rain. But I did this the other day, and uh, on my way up one, I did a few reps, and on my way up one, I saw this young girl pushing an old woman and a child on a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, it's a really steep hill. Yeah. I thought, she obviously knows what she's doing there. I contemplated asking her whether she wanted a hand. Yeah. Here we go, can be left through. Oh, going left. We've just gone back into the greenery of Alexandra Park, Alexandra Palace Park. What's it called, this park? Just that big valley, I think. It's nice anyway. But I didn't ask her if she wanted any help because I was sprinting up it. Yeah. Then I jogged back down and she'd stopped near the bottom and I said, do you want a hand? And she went, yes. So I ended up pushing <laughs> it was a token thing. I assumed she didn't because she obviously knows it's steep. Yeah. It doesn't surprise you. It's obviously steep. Yeah, yeah. And I ended up pushing her up this massive hill. I'll show you it here. Yeah. All the way up. So where I, I was going? We could have gone. No, no, you couldn't have done it that way. <laughs> You've got to go this way. <laughs> yeah. This is the lower... This is a great place for Frisbee. It's all Low grassy. Level, yeah. We're about to cross the route. Very, of the, uh, very useful cone there. Yeah. You never know whether you might need one. Thank goodness. Thank goodness for that cone. Thank goodness. This kind of cone is the kind of cone, cone alert. Cone alone. Like it. But no but, more stopping on the hill, dear. But it was one of those things where you, you reach out to someone and they accept and then you really regret it. Yeah. That's well, good, isn't it? You've got to mean it. She said, oh, we're trying to get 
she's, she's from some Eastern European in origin. Yeah. I'd imagine. Trying to get her grandma to Ali Pali. Yeah. So I ended up pushing her all the way up here. Wow. It's quite steep. Hard work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I take a photo of this, it's just going to look like pavement, but it's, it's, it's kind of one in three, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I'd say old school hill measurement style. But you wanted hills to get stronger, didn't you? Absolutely, I love it. I mean, this is this makes you strong. The training element today is that we have to uh, talk all the way up it. Yeah. My daughter said to me on holiday, she said, why are you talking like that? I was like, like what? And I realised, I think I've modulated my breathing since we've done uh, running commentary. What do you mean? Well, when I'm exerting myself, yeah. and with my daughter, I was just walking up a gentle incline, not yeah. even running. But I find I'm fitting in my voice between the, the rhythm of my breath, <laughs> and it's coming out low. Right, okay. Yeah. I still got like, Matt LeBlanc on top gear. Yeah. We just come here, and then we go back down. <laughs> See the others. Yeah, what are you talking about like that for? I didn't know I was. I'll try not to be too aware of it. I was chatting to some bloke yesterday in the supermarket who said he liked the podcast actually. Oh nice. Bless him, he just approached me. Yeah. Said it's really helped him. He's into, got into his running. Were you uh, buzzing in the yards of the supermarket? Buzzing. 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 He was uh, he's approaching his first half marathon. Oh right. Sort of trail run. And I asked him about the breathing. And he said he quite liked it because it kind of locked him into a rhythm of breathing himself. Yeah. She's fair enough. And also, what about I've been told. You're going to breathe. Sounds pretty sexy. You're going to breathe, aren't you, when you're running? Yeah, that happens a lot. Happens Let's throughout. Just keep doing it. I, got a, I know that we're running up the hill, but look at that. Look at that. that. Nice. It's worth a photo. The view of London today is particularly good because it's misty with the rain, but you can see everything. It's really, really gorgeous. That's it. We just came up with London Beyond. We're running up that road. Keep running up, up that hill. hill. No, no problems. <laughs> come on, baby. Come so on, come on, darling. Let me steal this moment from you now. So, if you thought that was a hill. Yeah. I didn't. In a few minutes. I'm going to show you. Good. Another hill. Ooh. A bigger hill. Yes. A harder hill. This Muswell Hill. Oh, no. Muswell, from Crouch End to Muswell. I have heard tell of such a hill. <laughs> That's a proper mighty Muswell. So, up Muswell Hill, then Weathertop, and we'll meet Gandalf at the Prancing Pony yeah. and Bree, yeah? Yeah, we should bump into him. Sounds good. Let's see a problem with that. Here's a guy cutting grass. Yeah. In Is he rain. loving it? Like that could either be beautiful or miserable, couldn't it? Him away from community service. Hi, mate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't know. It's hard to tell. Yeah. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. It's that funny thing. Look at that silly sod out there in the rain. <laughs> so the two guys in the shorts. past in the rain in, in the shorts. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing about my uh, run last Friday yeah. is... Uh, do you remember last week I was talking to you about reading Elizabeth Gilbert? Yes. I was reading a different... I've been catching up on my Elizabeth Gilbert. The holiday oh. reading led into it. Okay. I read Eat, Pray, Love. Yes. And, uh, and the other one, Big Magic, was about the creative thing. Yeah. Anyway, it's all very spiritual. Well, and, you know, uh, I'm, on, you know I'm, on, I'm on side with that. That's yeah, good. absolutely. Non-specifically religious, which is a funny old very Western thing. Yeah. Um... And, you know, in terms of spirituality, you're right there with that, you know. Yeah. You're probably more likely to be comfortable with talk of the G-men than me. Yeah. But I did find something. Go on, then. Which was, I did this run, and I, I, did, I just read something online that was really uh, moving and, and, and sad that a friend of mine had written about um, depression. Yeah. It's like, whoa, that's really good. Yeah, but equally, you know, I was too close to it. Okay. It's good, but like a lot of, had to recognize a lot of emotions like, God, oh, I wish I hadn't read that and I don't know what to say. All this kind of stuff. You know? About their depression. Yeah, and about to... what they've written about it and their okay. bravery sharing it in the world and all this kind of stuff. Anyway, so I went for a run. And long story short, when I got back from the run, I was okay with that stuff, you know? Yeah. I actually thought, it being me, in my other kind of quasi-religion being films, Goodwill Hunting came to me. You know, you bit where Robin Williams said, uh, uh, I thought about you a lot last night, and then I, uh, I had one clear thought, and then I didn't think about you again, and I went to sleep, you know? Yeah. And the other line, he says to his mate, it's not about you, you mathematical, then he swears. <laughs> and... Uh, and these are the things I found. I thought, it's okay, it's not about me. All you have to do is say, is offer your support and yes, confirmation absolutely. to this excellent thing. And in terms of my emotional relationship with it, forget it, it doesn't matter. It's not my journey. So, and it's also an example of uh, <laughs> running, sort of cleaning you out and giving you a nice perspective. Sort absolutely, of absolutely, absolute clarity. Yeah. And I just realized that with that happening and... Reading all this, he pray love business. 
this is nice. We're just next to the road, but there's like a tunnel of trees. It's also keeping the rain off us. Yeah, it is. What nice road thing. is it? Gives a take half a chance. Um, what road is this? Yeah, what are we next to? I've got no idea. I think this it might be blurry due to rain. Road up from Crouch <laughs> to, uh, to Ali Pali. Yeah. Should we call it Crouch Pass? Crouch Pass. Crouch Alley. Beautiful Crouch Alley. Take a look down that dark tube of Crouch Alley. No, I don't like calling it that. <laughs> so, I think that down the years, I've kind of joked that running is my religion, that I'm a born-again runner, you know? I joked when I kind of meant it. Yeah. But I never looked at it that hard. Anyway, we didn't eat love and do all this stuff last week. I thought, well, what do people want from their religion? I think two of the things they want is, one, to be able to hear a nice, clear voice in their head. Right. Telling them immutable truths. Yes. That's what people want when they pray, isn't it? Whether they get it or not. You know, there's an element of, give me guidance, tell me what to do. El- However that manifests yeah. itself. Yeah. And two, what you want is something that does what you said, that basically helps you process life yeah. and feel more sanguine about it. Just kind of say, okay, this too, I'm going to deal with this as well, you know? And running does those two things for me. It gives you the nice, clear voice in my head that's always yeah. right. Yeah. And it helps me process the more difficult and just not even bad or good, just the bigger, more more taxing things in life. Running helps me process them. So, you know, running is my religion. And this is coming from someone who really, you know, I was never going to have any other kind of religion. It's just but not it's in a, my nature. But it's also... Uh, We've just crossed by the Victoria State yeah, now, now we're coming to the hill. Let's go. Let's just get on the other side. Cross again. Okay, good. Here no cars coming. But it's, it's also... A, a way of giving thanks, isn't it? It's, more, it's also a gratitude thing. Like for me, religion, praying or whatever is, is a thankfulness and a humility. Yes. And running is an act of gratitude for having a body, isn't it? Yeah, that's as right. Well, there's a celebratory angle to just running. It's like, it's amazing I can do this. It's making good use of yourself. Yeah, by running a... I make my I make my body a, a better, more sensitive instrument. You know? Yeah, yeah. So there's that element as well, but it undoubtedly cleans your perspective out in a lovely yeah, way. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's interesting, you know, you as someone who's more religious to me, and as someone who's always run. Yeah. It's a bit like, you know, purely physically. Obviously, running was a massive eye opener for me. You know, because I lost loads of weight and felt really fit. But that journey. It's not available to my wife. Right. Because she was already fit. Yeah. She didn't have any weight to lose. She does a lot of dancing. She rides a bike. Yes, yeah. And uh, so when she goes for a run, she just goes, it's just really hard. <laughs> Some <laughs> and people it, do. They just that don't kind enjoy of it. Yeah. Epiphany, it's not really available to her. Yeah. But only because she doesn't need it, so that's okay, you know. Yeah. Different journeys. She got the same thing from different things, yeah. But there's definite uh, times where you think, I'm having these thoughts, and a run could sort this. Yeah, yeah. Let's just go for a run. There's nothing. It's an amazing therapist that's everywhere where you've got a pair of training shoes, isn't it? Absolutely. It's an incredible Absolutely. thing to have, you know. And then the real kind of nuts and bolts logistical fact of that, you know, taking your trainers on tour, yeah, and going out for running, rainy Oslo, yes, while yeah. the others have a nap, yeah, you know, and knowing how to 
revealing how worthwhile that is. Yeah, you've got this little window that you can just pop out of whenever you need it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Which is why you get so addictive. Which yeah. is why people, I'm sure, get into ultras. Yeah. Because I think this feels good. Yeah. Is there an end to it feeling good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just run and run. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. I totally get where that comes from. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit like it's a river, isn't it? Yeah. And you can dip yourself in the river. Let's just live in the river. Well, let's run <laughs> back up to the source. Yeah. Like yeah. salmon. Yeah. As Jason Statham once said, consider the salmon in the King Harbour. Oh, <laughs> So this is Mosalil. Which you're running up and talking well done. We're doing really well. We're obviously quite fit at the moment. I reckon everyone can probably hear these cars going past in the wet road. Do you want to take a picture of that hill? Because we're going to go in. Just what we've run up. Is that worth yeah, it? Me and you. It's a pretty... Uh, and then with this. One second. Just selfieing. And you get the hill between us. There we go. See, it looks flat, but it's not. It wasn't flat. Here we go. Oh, it's a bad picture. Bad is picture. It? Blinking. Come back. See, it actually is steep. Right, now and, we turn uh, left into these woods. Yeah, and this, oh. this just takes us up eventually where we used to, where we just go running all the time. Yeah, this time. Go left here. Yeah. Great. We're not so. Well, so that's a little. You, down, you found some new, a little new route for us. Well, it's just nice to get some hills in, isn't it? You knew, yeah, you knew it was after the hills. Thank yeah. You. No worries. But it's interesting you say about ultras. It's interesting something we're getting into on the, on the moors is uh, the way contemporary uh, life relates to this. You know, like people do are dismissive of marathons and want to run ultras. Not necessarily both at once. Yeah. But both those mindsets do exist. You know, yeah. There's lots of people, normal people, people who say, "Oh, I'm not really a runner." Who are sort of shaping up to run a hundred kilometres in one go. You know? Yeah. And then there's the guy I know who I told you about before who said, I don't really want to do a marathon, I'm going to skip that and run 50 miles over the hills. Yeah. And then, in my mind, that connects with people planking and doing burpees and stuff. It's, it's kind of a, it's a high consumption way of channeling this good stuff. Yeah, maybe. Not necessarily, not, not that that's a bad thing. I just think it's people... Wanting to run in different ways. I mean, it seems yeah, to me yeah. that ultras is Something's okay. In the back here. Yeah, still working. Check your recorder because yeah. mine is working, but it nearly fell out, listeners. It nearly fell on the ground. Yes, it's working. We're on that magnificent terrace. Yeah. Um, that connects uh, Highgate Wood with uh, Muswell Hill and Alley. It's just an incredible secret place. Must have been a railway once upon a time. Okay. To me, okay. to me, it feels like ultras are less about. <laughs> you know, times and stuff. Yeah. And more about just a longer experience, you know. Yeah, but just healthy. Yeah, I mean... Obviously, to run that far, you're not racing anymore. You're just... You're just, just, you're just, you're just running, so... Yeah. It's just a question of when. The idea of running from absolutely miles along trails seems perfect to me, but... Yes. You know, we'll see. At some point, I probably will dive in, but not uh, in the near future. Absolutely. But equally... No, I completely agree with that, and I also think that part of our little discussion and journey has shown me that rather than not being competitive, I have my own very personal version of being competitive. Right. And one little ingredient in that is that generally, apart from when we do this, 
I'm running as fast as I can. Right, yeah. <laughs> and I'm good at running as fast as I can for quite a long way. Yeah. So I'm kind of still in that, that sense of the trying to run as fast as I can for 26 miles instead of seven. Yes. It's a good quest for me. Yeah, yeah. But uh, at some stage, it would probably be healthy to say, no, let's do this. This thing will be run and chat and just go. And just keep going. <laughs> and also with the ultras, it looks like you can take loads of food. Yeah. <laughs> so I quite, I quite, I quite like that. <laughs> you know, but but we'll see. Let's try and run as fast as we can in October. Yeah, we must talk and to... And see uh, where we're at, you know. Um, see, um, Sophie Rowe's friend, Susie Chan, has just done a huge challenge running hundreds of kilometers through the jungle. Do you want wow. to find out what her take is on the whole thing? Yeah. But running uphill in the rain in North London is also good. Yeah, it's That's all good. It's all good. It's all good. That's why the... Uh, hey, hey. That's why, you know, some people, the crouch to 5K is their marathon, isn't it? Absolutely. And it's amazing when they do it. Yeah. And you see that thing getting lit up in them about running. Yeah, that's right. You know, and that's available at every stage, isn't it? There's always more to do. Well, there isn't really, as as discovered, there isn't really any difference between someone who who feels they're disposed to running and has always run. Yeah. Someone who never even thought of it and then dabbles and then thinks, wait a minute. I'm doing a 10k, I'm doing a half marathon. Yeah. And a year ago, I wouldn't have even thought it of myself, you know. Yeah. But ultimately, it's just the same experience reached from different places. And that's good. So, another tunnel there. And we'll be into the high yeah. Gorgeous. It's, it's, it's sort of akin to religion, is it not? Yes. The people who were born and brought up religious. Wait, wait, me, me. Do you want to go a different way? way? <laughs> Do you want to go a different way into yeah, I it? Thought we, we, me and you are going different ways. It's okay, like, well, let's go this way. Are we, are we, so we are going this way. Yeah, we can get into it this way. Yeah. Right. So I wasn't wrong. But it was my fault about the parking ticket. I get it. Mine, mine. You've got people being religious all their lives, and then you've got some bloke who just turns up, feels it, and comes the next week. Yeah, yeah. They're both equally valid, aren't they? They're just... Absolutely. They've arrived at a place where it, it has meaning. Oh, the prodigal son, you know. Yep. The son who stays and does all the work and runs the farm. Then the other son nicks off. Yeah. And comes back, and the dad says, here you are, you're brilliant. Have everything. The son goes, oh, what about me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got my trainers as well. And ultimately, you know... Because I, 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 I'm, I would, I would, what, what's the word they use? I would uh, present as an atheist, you know, just, there's no, I just, I don't feel the potential for any kind of belief in a higher power. But on the other hand, I'm a fervent pluralist. So as long as we can all get along, I recognise that what I believe it's not the same as what everyone else believes. It's yes. possible that they could believe something that I have it not in my power to believe. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. As long as we can all get along, it's, it's important stuff. It's amazing, as an atheist, in the days of Facebook, to feel that people they're on the kind of moral high ground to get on there and say, well, I don't believe in fairy tales, do I? It's like, a little bit simplistic. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> totally, of course, yeah. And I don't know where you see this... Ending, you know, yeah. end with everyone in the world going, oh yeah, and then suddenly they all agree with you because ultimately it's just evangelism in a different way. Here we go, we're going in there. Great. So we're in it. So we went down. You, you reckon you, you took my mistake and made it real? No, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's, fine. it's just come out this way. So we normally come in through that way, but it's lovely. 
And what's nice is that we're sheltered from the rain by the... You can hear the rain on the leaves. You can pick that up. It's really good. This, I've got to wipe the lens. Give me a second, because the photos are... There's rain on the lens. That's better. Now there's a man. There's a man in the picture. There's a man in the picture. Get out of that picture. I'm trying to take a nice picture of the woods. Oh, he's so badly in the way. And snotting out. <laughs> <babies>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't suppose you've been following the football. I know we don't like to date these two, but this is recorded at the beginning of the European Championships. Yeah, well, you know, it's, this is, it might take a couple of weeks for this one to hit, and that's difficult because there's so much going on in the world right now. Oh, that's my goodness. Good. I know, I know. Talk to you about the football. Well, it's just it's such a shame that it's been besmirched by this this violence. and yeah. It's just a real shame. Yeah. Just catastrophe in Marseille and utterly predictable as well that it was going to happen. Always violence in Marseille. England versus Russia. It's like you couldn't create a more toxically violent football game. Played at 9pm on a Saturday night after full day's drinking. So people are fighting all afternoon. Then get them in the stadium. Let's not bother with police. We won't bother separating and we won't bother having police in the stadium. So they had... 12 stewards between the Russian fans and some English fans. Yeah, yeah. And that didn't, work out, that, that didn't work out very well. Ultimately, and it seems a shame after what we were talking about, that people, people in at large can be expected to behave badly. Obviously, only a small minority will behave badly. But some of them will, unless you ensure that they don't. No, but what, it's like there's no learning has taken place. No learning from previous disasters. But when you know that they will, to not police it. But you've also got it's an act of omission, isn't it? Yeah, but you've but you've also got the the Russian sporting president gesturing with his fist to the fans as they attack the English fans. Yeah, yeah. By the side of the pitch. Yeah. Uh, it's quite a bullish sporting culture. Yes. But the whole thing's appalling. It's just a real shame because it, well, it, it, you know, it colours the match, it colours watching the football. From it. You think yeah. down the decades, down the, down the, the different things that have happened at football matches and international football matches in the past. And, uh, and tied to this horrific shooting in Orlando. Oh, goodness So crass to say it, but America, it just... Every now and again... Someone goes out and kills dozens of people. With the same gun. Because With the same type, uh, type of gun. Yeah, that's right, because you yeah. get it. <laughs> yeah. It's so simple, but it isn't to them because it's an article of faith and they mm. want the, you know, the gun control. But if, if guns weren't allowed, this, that wouldn't it, happen. Would happen, it would happen less times. It's, yes. you, know, there isn't, you can't but make it more simple than that, but of course, everyone's so passionate. You start, uh, morning, man, they start having that discussion. Look at this. I don't think we're going to do it today, but this is how. Barefoot running arena, and it's just gorgeous. There. I do think this is the cricket pitch in Highgate Woods. It is, yeah. And it is, um, it is the it's best in the rain, despite being a beautiful sunny place. It's gorgeous in the rain. Gorgeousness. There's a quintessential Englishness, which is enhanced by the fact that you're not allowed to buy a gun and bring it. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a it's a tragedy. Yeah, you can see Obama just. Just lost in the futility of it all, just the changelessness of it, you know. Yeah, yeah, Every time this happens, you know. Oh, just bleak. So, bleak. so we don't like to date it, but um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're on it. 
Happy birthday, Your Majesty. Yes, it's of not course, even yeah. A birthday. <laughs> let's not forget the, the colour. Let's not forget the Queen. Here we go. Let's cut through here. Come Whoa. on. Oh, he's going right into the woods. And when I say right into the woods, I mean he's going right. It was Mom's ninetieth over the weekend, wasn't it? Yes, but it wasn't. It's tribute to the colour, so it's her right. official birthday. She's been ninety for a while now. You'll have spotted her in the coverage. She was the one who was bright green. Wasn't Philip noticeably yawning? During at once some stage during the festivity, he must get pretty. Must get 164 now. That guy's incredible, isn't he? He just goes and goes, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. So what a weekend, you know? Yeah. Uh, Very football violence, Orlando nightmare, the Queen's 90th. The actual football. The actual football in and amongst it. Did you do any comedy shows? Well, I took Saturday off so I could watch the football. (laughs) How about you? Um, I had a really glorious gig in Winchester on Friday night. And, uh, what, is that the theatre there? Yeah, Theatre Royal. It's lovely, isn't it? And then I did Kensington Roof Gardens on uh, Saturday afternoon. Okay. Which is also really nice. Kensington uh, Roof Gardens? Yeah, it's like a folly on top of a building in Kensington. No, but who's that to, though? Oh, who's it's like d- a festival for, um, for rich youngsters. Okay. It was very Kensington, you know, a lot of shiny people with handbags. That's all right. Um, so- nothing wrong with that, you know. The re- really rich can be good fun because you can just rip into them and well, they love it. Yeah, when they're massively loaded, yeah. they're so secure. That's right. They're not bothered if you just tear into them. It wasn't that. They were a bit too young and hip for that. Right, OK. It was, Here we uh, go. But I had fun with that. You know, they were significantly younger right. than me and they were grown-ups. And that in itself is funny. Yeah. Because uh, you have to address how old you've become. But it was, on this, it was a bit like Hogwarts as well. OK. It's on this inside-outside space on the roof. It's raining. It was, it was really good. I loved a gig. And that Winchester Theatre Royal is one of the, you know, as a comedian. It's a beautiful gig. If you get in front of a nice room full of people, then everyone's going to have a good time. You know? I always think that uh, Winchester's won at the game of being Chester. Yeah. There's a win in the title, isn't it? Ever they've already won. Lose Chester. Yeah. That's a rubbish You know, your Manchester, your cold Chester, you've just got your Chester Chester. Yeah. But Winchester storms it. That's the best one, isn't it? They're a lovely crowd as well. Here we go. Although, you should really go to the other place. I think it's even better. And that's um, Trump Chester. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if Trump wins, all Chesters will be Trump Chester. Oh, no. I thought we'd escape the nightmare of American politics and social businesses. So this is great. Should we just should we do another lap before we go home? Another once more round Highgate Woods. Just once more more I, round here. What do you reckon? It. I love You're it. You're sort of ticking over I'm quite so nicely. Bang into it. I mean, what am I going home for? My son's away on a school trip this week. Where's he, where's he gone? Oh, has he gone to? Uh, Sort of, uh, what's it called, PLP or something? PGL, yeah. PGL, fantastic. He's off to do what a laugh! Outdoor stuff. Kids at PGL, that's great. They have a, such a laugh, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. Packing his little bag, it's brilliant. Has your daughter been to that yet? No, no. She's a bit younger. Yeah, I'll tell you what, mate, and I don't mean to be a harbinger of progress, or they do come back a little bit different from PGL. They've had a little taste of it, a little taste of independence. He's still, he's still your lad, he's still yours, but, but he's not your little lad anymore, well, necessarily. Not, but to be fair, he's been, it's quite nice to him, because as we know, he's been in a new school. Yeah. But he has been on a year six trip before. Oh, OK, cool. So he's got that edge. Right, he's got the feeling. So he'll be very confident. As a person, it's interesting you said about my daughter, because she will. He's very steady, you know, he's not hard. He's a real softie. But he is who he is. 
And he's like, of that group, I bet he'll be the least likely to, to even notice, to bother to change. To crumble, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what, be different? Oh, I yeah. see. But they do. At the risk of sounding simplistic, he's very like me, my son. Yeah. But that sort of. I feel I quite guilty. No, that's good. It's good. (laughs) But I I do remember George running into PGL and all the parents waving him off, almost chasing the coach as it went, you know. And then they come back, they're just a bit more self assured. They've done that. Do they do that thing, the leap of faith, where they leap off the. uh, they leap off into the net. Right. It's quite a symbolic. I think they all do it. It'll be interesting to see whether he does it. Yeah, yeah. It's, they sort of climb up this ladder. They're on a harness. Yeah, yeah. But it's this kind of, it's called the leap of faith. Yes. And they just jump into the safety net from a high height. Yeah. And it's just a big thing, you know. Kind of high. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't actually think I could do the leap of faith, no, but the no. kids seem to be able to do it. Well, it's that good, that's that thing of sense. Yeah. Yeah, when I did that, uh, it's all good. It's the funny thing to use when you talk about good sense. But when I did um, Total Wipeout, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, good sentence. You run down a slope and then you jump onto these kind of tall stools. Yeah. The water. Yes, I remember that. And you yeah. jump across to them and get to the next thing. Some of them are booby trapped, so you might not mind that way it make it. You know, it's all very. You get it. It makes sense. Yes. Yeah. So I ran down the ramp, got to the bottom of the ramp, and thought. I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> My buddy just said, no. I don't want to wipe Why out. Why would I jump onto that? I don't want to I'll wipe out. i probably fall off it. Yeah. Even if it isn't wobbly, then it might be wobbly. Yeah. So I just, you know, just said no. It didn't feel like cowardice. It felt like sense. Yeah. And But then equally, you know, I was just waiting for you to get over yourself and do it. It's a funny old Total wipe out. Faith, huh? It was that thing of... Uh, Nigel Havers, I remember seeing him on Celebrity Big Brother. Yes. And he'd obviously, you only do those things for a bit of wedge, obviously. He'd well, be, I don't you know. know. When I did, a, yeah, I'm yeah. But when I did Total Wipeout, I said, no, no, that's beneath me. That's, uh, I want people to take me more seriously. I mean, that was ridiculous anyway, if you see my face. <laughs> but I, I did say that. Right. Really? Okay, well, have a look at it online. And I watched Tim Vine doing it. Yeah. And, uh, and when I'd stopped laughing, I'm phoned up and said yes. Let's do it. Just funny. Let's have a laugh. Yeah. But I, w- I would argue Nigel Havers doing Celebrity Big Brother. Not quite the same. No, but he did it for whatever reason. Yeah, it's good yeah. luck to him. I'd never judge anyone. Yeah. And, uh, and then they came to this thing where it was some mock trial. Yeah. And Great. they're answering <laughs> questions. Like Lord of the Flies. Yeah, and when they got it wrong, they got a, they got a small electric shock. Oh, so depressing. Just really bleak, isn't it? Yeah. So you're on telly getting shocked for cash. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Havers just said, I'm not doing this. And he just left the show on the spot, you know. Yeah, good. But it cost him about 50 grand or whatever, but it's just like, you know, he's... he's, he's He's whatever age he is. He's surrounded by loads of reality stars and soap stars. He's obviously thought, I need a new kitchen or whatever. Oh, this might be fun fun or whatever. But I will not be shocked on telly. No, no, like... You know, it's just like... Understandable. There's that thing of being a bit older and knowing yourself a bit better, isn't it? Yeah. I'm seeing Danny Bear and I'm a celebrity. He's what, what, this series? No, one or two is two. All right, okay. And uh, she was lovely and she was great, and you could just see. 
I kind of more subtle version of the same thing. She was just too grown up. Yeah. I'm just not that bothered. She's just a bit over it. I'm going to go home to my family. Yeah. Am I out? Oh, no. <laughs> what a nightmare. Yeah. I'll yeah. see you. You know, it's, I remember in the less real, reality show version of life, I can just remember being on tour, you know, for months and months on end and living out of a bag at my mum and dad's house. And I was a grown-up then, you know, we're talking, I was between 25 and 30, I wasn't yeah. a child. But, and I was enjoying myself and doing amazing things. And if I was called upon to do that now, I'd go... Just wouldn't do it, yeah. I yeah. The house that I really like. I know, I know. people in it that I really that like. That I really want to be with. <laughs> well, I that, that got sounded out for, for the jungle a couple of years ago. Yeah. And, uh... And they interviewed me and stuff, and I was on the reserve list. I actually got... I think I'm, I think I actually won, because I actually got paid not a bad sum of money not to go. Brilliant. Which was fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Because you don't... sent you a small packet of insects you had to eat. Yeah, in preparation. <laughs> just, to, just to show... With two, with two holograms of Ant and Deck in the house at all times. <laughs> just take a bite. Bush took a trial. Oh, no, it's right <laughs> between your teeth. I think it's a little bit busted, that show. I think it's just a little bit gone. Well, because how many things can you eat? And also, people just eat it, don't they? They just do it. They just think, I'll just eat this, you know. Which again is why, if you're a little bit self you think it might be good. Like, going back to Total Wipeout, I really thought I'd be good. I was terrible. Right. I was thinking, that's great, because that's good TV. Yes, yeah. It gets there with complete confidence and then goes, oh, and then just got knocked over and battered around and slammed into the water over and over again. That's entertaining. That's you watch for, isn't yeah, it? I think it is. I think actually, well, that's definitely what people watch. And if I'm I, a celeb for. Yeah, and if I did that, you know, I would when it was sniffing around. Oh yeah, why not? That'd be good. There's loads of money. Yeah. And then it would get to the challenge. Yeah, I can't eat that stuff. <laughs> I can't look at a witch too up. I mean, I'd be going, oh, yeah. I wouldn't be. I'm fake. a vegan. I'm a, I'm a vegan. Just get, I'm more of a vegan than ever before. You just get voted in week after week. Absolutely. Daring for the challenge. TV. Returning back to camp with no food for the... Do you remember that first? That <laughs> first and the second summer of Big Brother. Yeah. It was exciting. It felt like, I mean, it was a summer thing. There's probably people watching it now feeling exactly the same way. It's as much to do with my age. But on the other no, hand, but it had that newness, didn't it? Yeah, and it wasn't. It, it wasn't anything. Everyone was. Uh, it, they, they were, the people within the house were allowed to not do anything and just see where it goes. Yes, yeah, but, it be more experimental. It wasn't just a, redis, a relentlessly sadistic experiment. Yeah, that's right. No, much less challenges, and also, morning back by, they were happy for the people in there to be normal. Yeah, and to reveal their just the kind of people watching. Over time. There was that nasty Nick guy, wasn't there? Yeah, that's right. I mean, now he would come in as like the least interesting person in yeah. the whole show. Yeah, because he cheated. Yeah, but everyone was kind of normal. Now it's like, ah, yeah, just I loads come of freaks. From yeah, yeah, yeah. I represent an extreme demographic. Yeah, the way they aren't ordinary people. I know the way I remember that one, it's first or second, they genuinely assumed no one was watching. Yeah. So they felt they were off somewhere just nothing to do with anything. You know, it was just them. That Scouse lad one, was it, was it Craig? Craig. This really normal Craig. lad one, didn't he? Yeah. Craig. And he was just a nice lad. He was the nicest lad in there. <laughs> Cut the line. Dadden. To name that to the faces that were going to come up over the wall. He found it hardest because he was dyslexic. Oh, bless you. Colour line. <laughs> Zardy. Zardy. Here we Pink. go. 
We did that all with the trainers on. We should have run all around like it would in bare feet. This is zips on, though, isn't it? I'm actually doing a little race tomorrow. I'm doing that, which is near you, actually. But the little crouch and evening 5K. Oh, right. No, Clissel Park. Clissel Park, sorry, yeah. Clissel Park 5K tomorrow. Oh, nice. Just more of a training run as much as anything. Just to have a zip. Oh, sorry, I can't be there. I'm going to... Do some topical news comedy, which is great because that's disgust. Cutting so, edge. No, nothing but joy. Yeah, Maybe that's. How would you approach that? How would you? How would you approach Orlando? Yeah, exactly. Comedically. No, there isn't. No. But people will try, will they? I suppose. Yeah. I, I probably won't. Tragedy plus time and all that. But yeah, exactly. Well, not much time has been added yet. No. And but these days, also people more than in the past. They're more likely to feel, as an audience, people feel slightly more censorship about things. Yes. And that is their prerogative. Like, yeah. I just don't think we should talk about that. There'll be a lot on the football, on the football violence, I imagine. But equally, it's a funny thing doing topical news in a company like three days after the fact these days when the internet's already done. You know? Yeah. All the memes are out there. Yeah, that's right. We've been having good comedy about. The Queen's uh, outfit looking like green screen. Right. And then it turned out people have been, sure enough, superimposing all different outfits onto her for days. Right. <laughs> Which is great. But it means that, you know, He's been we're done. once spitting image a week later could have called it. It's been called it. Oh, yeah, I suppose that did happen. That's, uh, that joke is, you know, that's an empty dish. It's been called it's immediately. Clean. It's like culture's like. Those little uh, kaleidoscopes you have when you were a kid, yeah. they get immediately scrunched up in front of you, isn't it? Every subject gets immediately yeah, yeah. splintered and fractaled off into a thousand different directions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which is good and bad. I think it's, bad. Yeah. it's great for, for comedy and social things. You know, I mean, I think the quintessential thing that social networks are made for for better or worse, is what colour is the dress. Right. Because everything yeah. is so binary, you know, yeah. this or this. And when you get to actual important things, like were those football hooligans horrific men? Yes. Were other people responsible for their bad behaviour? Yes. Were there England fans who weren't doing violent things? Yes. This is not a binary discussion. Yeah. But on the internet, it will be. But what, but, it's right or wrong, it's like leave or remain. You know? But it's going to be great. Hiya. It's going to be, hopefully, they'll be able to get pictures. There's so many pictures of these guys kicking people in the head. Yeah. Surely we can, surely we can get hold of these guys and stop them kicking people in the head. Yeah, but there'll be more guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, I totally. Mean, I know the few to- bad apples thing. But to- it's, totally, but, but, the but there's guys. a lot of English fans not, not travelling abroad because of. Because they're restricted, because they get their passports taken away from them. Hey, I had a, a magical moment here. We just popped out of Highgatewood across the road into Queenswood. Yeah. Just on the left here, there's a cafe. And the other yeah. day I had to stop and go for a wee when I was driving out. I'd been stuck in traffic and crouch in. Okay. So I came here, so can I use your toilet? First of all, I thought it wasn't here because it's grown over so much in the spring. Mm, mm. I thought I was in the wrong place. It's completely hidden by trees, like a little Swiss chalet. This is lovely, isn't it? And I came in and asked. And Queenswoods. Cafe. There was someone. Um, Here we go. Might as well go downhill. down. Yeah. There was someone. Uh, they were bleaching. They were mopping the step. You know. Okay. Yeah. So I can use the loo. And I went, oh, come in. And inside there were some really serious-faced older people. <laughs> Three of them. 
I think they might have been Spanish. Okay. Two of them, there was one woman singing, two guys with guitars, singing a little kind of sing, serious sing song. It was brilliant. It was so. What they were singing? What, what you thought they were? Were, behind the feet. were they rehearsing something, or were they just? Yeah, mine kind of having a jam. Okay. It, um, it, well, maybe they were rehearsing something, but it was all very relaxed. Sounds it was, great. Uh, it was kind of brilliant, and it was really magical, but also, you know, quite a lot of serious faces and mocking and older people. It wasn't, you know, well, this, very fluffy. But this is like because of the combination of Could like the, su- the sun and the rain. Yeah. It's just the vegetation's just taking over, isn't it? It's absolutely brilliant. It's yeah. so green. Yesterday I did, uh, I was on the radio and the, the guy said to me, the discussion, it was on uh, BBC London. Yeah. And they're saying, what's good about Britain? You know, what's, let's do some celebratory stuff to count the football fans. Yeah. And I said, well, what I love is the weather. I really like this tune with the sunshine and the rain. And I really don't like tune. Going to go up. No, it's a bit slippery. It's a bit slippery up there. That's, uh, yeah, you can see why you wouldn't want to go up there. We have done that before. Yeah, but this one, <laughs> I think people have been sliding down here on the ass for a little while now. Good rope swing there. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, yeah, that thing of two days sun and then oh, summer's over. Everyone moaning. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Of this bit, it wouldn't be so green, and it's so green. Yeah, it's brilliant. I mean, it's almost the queen green. Yeah. Yeah, topical. See, by the time we broadcast nice. this, my light riff on the queen's outfit there, it's going to be about four it's months good. out of date. It will have gone viral. Yeah. It's also been great to cushion our tech, hasn't it, the green, from the rain, as the rain is slightly abating. Yes. And also the mast... It's slightly abating, isn't it? Is the masturbating? <laughs> can I only apologise to any teenagers listening. Loud exhale. Yeah, be careful, this is your <sighs> down. This is where you pulled your muscles. So. No, it's not. I'll tell you where. We're, we're going to run up it. I'll tell you where we did. Yeah, they're not there yet. The scene but of how's the. It feeling? Have you got any residuals? No, if a little bit, but it feels better. But what, I, what I've learned from this rather sorry episode yes. is that stretching for me is no longer an option. I have to do it. Yeah, yeah, and not it's, stretching. Isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have to stretch. Yeah. It's not a choice. If I don't do it, I won't be able to run properly. Yeah, I need this. So, my, it's a similar realization after my first half marathon. And my goodness, the pain. Yeah. But for me, it's more sort of like my leg muscles are usually okay. It's got more my, my sort of back, chest. Yeah. Just the sort of skeletal level so of my. <laughs> my body, my upper body. Do. Have you got good stretches? Yeah, they gave me some good stretches at the Mayor Clinic. They isolated the problems. <laughs> and they gave me five or six really good stretches, yeah. Yeah. Because I got some good stretches, which I didn't have to go to Austria and spend a billion quid for. Yeah, but neither, neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> so this is another little... Good little climb, a climb up the yeah. alley. Out of Queenswood to that road we'd like to run down the middle of. So this is a nice one. But this isn't the hill that injured me. It was the next one. Yes. Here we go. Right down the middle. So, I feel like 
that thing about my finding my rhythm and running all those seven tens. Yeah. It was so exciting for me. I nearly phoned you straight away. You should have done. But I didn't. You should have phoned me. So I thought I'd tell you now. But it's now a breakthrough moment. It just doesn't sound like that big a deal. No, but it is though. Because you can feel when you're running, when your fitness reaches a new plane. Yeah. You can feel when you're running in a slightly different way. Yeah. It's a tangible feeling. You found a new flow. It's like, it's like meeting an old friend again. Exactly. And that's great. But the old friend thing is important because it's the theory and practice thing is I wanted to get back to where I was. And then yeah. still, when I got there, I was like, oh yeah, this is what it used to be like. Yeah. That's great. But it's all press-ups, you know? Yeah. There's press-ups coming. How many are you doing your 10 sets of 30 or something? Yeah. Crazy. 10 sets of 30, three times a week. So that's, that's brilliant. I'm wanting to add a couple so that I'm doing 1,000 press-ups a week. Okay. Because I think that sounds good, doesn't it? It sounds very good. Here we go. This is it. Mind yourself. This is the help. Running up, it's fine. Act it out. Run but towards me and act it out. I want to see you. He's running down. He's having a lovely time. Oh, it's the end. Okay. There you go. That's why. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. Was your life flashing before your eyes? I, d- I honestly thought. Well, you always do, don't you? You always go to the worst case scenario. Yeah. So I had a really tight pain in my chest. Yeah. And it was, it was like a weight on my chest. I thought. Well, there we go. Yeah. And do you know, it, it didn't feel that bad. I mean, obviously, I don't want it to be the end, but no, it's been okay. I'm happy with you, lot. I've had I've had a lot of fun out here, but luckily, I didn't have any pain going down my arms or anything. Yeah, it'd be a worrying one that one, wouldn't it? The old pain in the upper arm. And also, I didn't die. So That's another. Definitely, advantage. definitely pleased to still be oh, here. If nothing else, this podcast would have been less. Yeah. I know, I know showbiz. I mean, two minutes, someone else would have been here. Hi, welcome to Running Commentary. Straight, straight in with someone else. Everyone immediately dispensable. <laughs> would you have given it a week's notice, yeah, maybe? Yeah, have got Michael Gamble. Because <laughs> you're right. my Dumbledore. Here we go. So how many times a week are you running, right? Three or four. Right. Rather than two. Yeah. It's a long well, that's good time. for now, yeah. It's so nice to come through it and feel good and just, as you say, shake hands with all that old stuff again. It's interesting that the marathon was kind of within that. I still feel a bit of chest pain since the crack rib. But, you know, I think I always will now. I think it's just an old injury. It's just one of those. And that's fine. And the very fact that that's fine... It's so psychologically good for me because I'm a bit Freudianly anal and closed up. Just accepting it, sort of thing. Right. You know, I was much younger. I used to play computer games. And you know, when you're playing a computer game, you've got health instead of lives. Yeah. Play something like Doom back in the day. Yeah. There's a picture of you on it. And you're a. Uh, if you get shot but not killed, yeah, you know you look a little bit battle damaged, and then gradually you get a black eye, and right. you get a bloody nose. Yeah. Then the end of the picture of you in such a state, you think, oh, if I take one more hit, that's, and then you die. You know? Yeah. And I, that's such a great metaphor for me because if I was playing that computer game and I got hit once, 
and the guy started looking a tiny bit battle damaged. Had to reset, start again. Right. I don't just want to win it. I want to get to the end without anything bad happening. And that's no good, is it? That's not how life That's not going to happen, though. It's like finding Nemo. I don't want anything to happen to him. That's a weird thing to want, because if nothing happens to him, then nothing will happen to him. That's how, that's what I want. That's how I feel about, about my body. It's just like... You, 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 want, you, want, you want to trade it in at the end with loads of miles on the clock. Yeah, <laughs> really yeah. battered. Healthy and tough, but yeah. like one of those old Volvo estates that just gets yeah. abandoned by the side of the road. Like, if like... you just had a heart attack on that slope we just came up, I don't think you get much for the trade. <laughs> just leave it there. Wait for the recycling guys to you come You just around. leave it. But that's the sort of... As opposed to just sit on your sofa all day, kind of maintaining yeah. energy. And also, it's not just physical, is it? It's... That, it's uh, fundamental thing of you can't sit on your sofa all day waiting for something to happen yeah you've got to go out and see sometimes you do something big and you have to say to yourself just before you do it if this doesn't work we'll have to undo it or do it all over again yeah just recognizing that you know realize it's okay you can still move forward you know kind of choose your kid's secondary school it's a big decision yes it's huge you choose it they go they don't like it bad luck yeah you roll the dice you've got to go around again absolutely it's that thing of uh, when people go on about moving house or buying a house or whatever and it's a big decision of course it is yes it's not massive but it's big and if it goes wrong you don't like it you just move it's okay isn't it because all this (laughs) all this passes doesn't it I mean obviously going back to spiritualism you know there's traditions much more sanguine than western ones about the transient nature of life yes yeah. my little life means nothing and I'll be back next time doing something else you know but equally even within life you can lose it you know, oh I've got this this is going well and then two years later it's not happening anymore That this ends that goes you know sometimes big things happen it always seems to me that apart from the actual violence and suffering that in war that's what happens to civilians people like lose their home or yes. all their money yeah. and they lose it instantly and yeah. uh, irreplaceably and often they have to kind of turn around and go oh <laughs> and then yeah. they're still there and hopefully they, maybe they've got still got their family around them and they think okay well I'm still me yeah, it, this uh, is still this it's both sort of uh... I think that thing of like when people get too eastern and perceive everything as meaningless, I think they go too far yeah, well, in the opposite direction. I think they're both. It's a really good thing that Liz Gilbert said she was off on her ashram, getting very spiritual and meditating and stuff. But she was critical of the people there who were so meditative that they kind of weren't in a place anymore where they could interact with other people or live yeah, that's, in real life. Yeah, it's, it's, so what's the point of that? Our lives, we, we spend our lives creating meaning. You know, family, work, whatever. Brilliant jokes. Brilliant jokes. But it's, it's also extremely transitory. Yeah. And they both coexist, don't they? Yeah. You've got to invest. You've got to love people. You've got to create things and offer it to the world or do whatever you do. And you've got to invest that with meaning. Whilst accepting, might not work out. Exactly. Do you know? <laughs> you know it's, like... it's meaningful and meaningless at the same time. Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah. We're back on our beautiful Parkland Walk the Old Railway. And it is... It's... Green best, look at that. Yeah. Up into those trees, that's so good. He's feeling it. Yep. Coming in through your palms. But we've also uh, 
found a bit of tempo. I mean, we've done a bit of stopping, but we found a bit of tempo well, during the runs, haven't we? I was aware today. And just here, we got, we got that slight downhill at the beginning of my run last week, and you just got to take it and use it to. And we're nearly back, so. Yeah. Yeah, use it to come in with a bit of pace. And I suppose, how far do you think we've gone? Did we. Were you planning on going around Highgate Wood twice or not? Uh, I reckon it'll be about six and a half, seven, maybe. Okay, great. Yeah. Which feels good. And what do you want out of this 5k tomorrow? Just anything under 20. But I don't want it to be all out. No, no. It's a... It's a you that, under 20 for that to feel straight and normal. It's, it's a, just a good effort, really. I'm looking to get near 19 later in the summer, but yeah. I don't think this will be it so soon after the injury. And also in a mix, going for a run today. And It's more of a social. I've got a couple of mates doing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, as you know... Coming up on that Met South Manchester 5K. And I had a nice thought actually. The other thing I like to do when I'm in Manchester is to commute up into Cumbria and go up a mountain. Right. I do love the old mountains, you know. My friends were there last week in good weather. Saw some photos and got really jealous. And um just get in the park and walk between the old platforms. You can barely see the platforms. Yeah, it's great. All this greenery. So so you're looking well, to when get I in the. I go up to the restaurant on Thursday. And I could drive up to the lakes on the Friday. Of course. And I could walk or even run over a mountain. That'd be great. And then I thought. Hello, mate. I thought if I do that, I might not be fit for my popcorn PB. Right. And then I thought, what sort of your priorities are? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's a nice day for going up a mountain. Just go up it. Go up a mountain? Yeah. There's always going to be other park runs. Oh, do the park run. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And sometimes it can surprise you. Sometimes going for one run leaves you with such a good feeling that it just kind of rolls on into the next. Absolutely. It's, sort of, it's bizarre, this sort of... You can't really predict it. No, you can't, no. You could rest up for two days before the park run, not feel great and have a nightmare. Yeah. Or you can run through the mountains on Friday, feel fab, wake up okay. and just leather it. You, you just don't know, you know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, that's what it's like on that run. For Friday, I felt terrible and then it was great. And a great example of that in my past is having to do the Royal Parks half. Right. Two weeks after that tough Berlin. It was great. Just felt great. Yeah. And it wasn't my fastest ever half, but it was fast. It's more about how you feel, isn't it? Sometimes the, the time thing, it's just like you, you feel like you're owning the run, don't you? You feel like you're in control, oh, but absolutely. pushing it, you know. Oh, that's my marathon this year. It was, a, it was psychologically my best marathon. It was my second slowest. But I did the best with what I had. Yeah. We're nice. hoping to uh, start introducing guests. Well, we are going to be starting guests, aren't yeah, we? So hopefully next week we'll have a guest for you. So that's exciting. My, wife's, my wife's trying to track down Joe Pavey. Yeah. Sounds, Pavey. sounds like she's physically tracking us. She's approaching her through all the right channels. We've got a lot of really, well, just people we would love to talk to anyway. We'll try and talk to with mine so that we can share it all with you. And talk of sharing it. Share it back. Tell us how it's going. You we like to tell us about your close-up part five, okay? I will do, yeah. yeah and, uh, we like the Facebook chat. Absolutely. And Twitter, you know, I think more of you could be following us on Twitter, if I'm honest. Yeah. At Uncom yeah. Pod. If you're on Twitter and you listen to this and you're not following us on Twitter, get on there. That's all I'm saying. 
Because I can get the old, all the Instagram photos and stuff on that, can I? That's right. Instagram comes into your own compod. And we've got the Facebook page as well. But even if you don't want to, you just want to do this. Do that too, we keen. Okay, let's get a little nod on this then. What what, what we done? We have done, we've been running for, we've done 7.18 miles. Okay. And uh, we've been running for nearly an hour and ten minutes. So, right. You know, like you say, it was a good bit of pace, bit of hills. Yeah. And this is us. Gorgeous. So really nice. Take one little photo and then we'll say farewell. Get in touch. Let us know how your run was. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. With Paul Tomkinson and Rob Deering.